revelation, to know that you're chosen before the foundation of the world for this moment and for this time. Amen. Amen. And what an honor. Let's just bow our heads and talk to the Lord for a moment as, as we would come to this service. Amen. Father God, we just submit ourselves to you, Lord, right now, Lord. Lord, asking, Lord, that you would just come and take control, Lord. Once again, Father, touch these hearts, these lives, Lord. Lord, move, I pray. Move aside doubts and fears and complexes, Lord, and spirits that would try to hold and bind. And May this be all driven out by the Word of God tonight, Lord, and the Spirit of God as you would fall in this place. God, I ask that I just want to give you a personal invitation, Lord, to come into this building, Lord, to move in these hearts, Father. Lord, to have your way to touch lives, God. Lord, to move in ways, Lord, and things, Lord, beyond our thoughts, beyond our thinking, Lord. But, God, you take control, we pray. We commit this service into your hands in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll just read a little uh, scripture here, just one verse in Judges 3. Amen. Judges 3 and verse 31. <clears throat> How many is glad to be a Christian? Amen. Amen. How many is here tonight? Amen. You're not still somewhere up on the mountain, are you here? Amen. You hear? Wow. I've seen uh, seen some falls. I've seen some tumbles, but I I seen get right back up and go again. That's that's what we're supposed to do. Amen. Amen. Tonight I dressed in your honor. I dressed in blue. Brother John dressed in black. That's what your bodies are going to look like in the morning, black and blue. <laughs> Amen. Praise God anyhow. Hey, I know you had a wonderful time. I. My three children, actually four, and little Katie went tubing, but the other three got to go snow, snowboarding for the first time, and so they really enjoyed that. And I, I've, I've, I've went skiing once, and uh, don't know if I ever do it again. My brother thought it to be a blessing, and Edmonton took me to this place, and I said, no, I'm not going to go, and I sat there and watched and watched, and and uh, just, you know, kind of look. I said, well, it can't be that hard. Give me some skis. And so I got the skis, and I got went up the little bunny hill and turned around and said, now what? <laughs> and so at the bottom of this bunny hill was a parking lot and a fence and cars and everything else. And I'm thinking, yeah, now what? And I got, I just said, okay, push. And so I pushed off and began to roll down that hill. My goodness, the flying speeds I never thought was possible on two little sticks. I saw Jesus at the bottom of that parking lot. He was saying, come home. <laughs> Thought I was dead, but we made it. We're alive, and we're glad to be here with you. Amen. And so, my, I'm, uh, I'm really glad to be here with you. I'm glad you're here with us. Amen. Thank God for his protection in our lives. But let's read the scripture here. It says, after him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, which slew of the Philistines 600 men. With an ox goat, and he also delivered Israel. Amen. We'll let you be seated. I want to speak to you tonight for a time on your your Shamgar moment. Your Shamgar moment. 
The morning no doubt broke with clouds in the sky and Shamgar got up all excited. He put his clothes on, put his boots on. He was going to the top of the mountain to ski. <laughs> and so he went up to the top of the mountain. He spent all day up there and had a wonderful time with his buddies and his friends and flipped over upside down and backwards and come back, you know, to the to his place where he had started that morning and he needed some food to sustain him, you know, to the next harvest. He needed something that would hold him maybe to the next service. But he was in a weakened condition because for years he had went out to his fields and gathered the grain. And as soon as he had harvested, he would hear the footsteps of the trained soldiers coming to take what he had. See, for years, all he had done and all he had tried ended up being food for the enemy. Uh, it had done nothing but gave strength to the enemy while he yet got weaker. He would come to a service and before long the enemy would come along and take what he had and, and would strengthen the enemy. He would have more, the enemy would have more strength to say, see, you don't have what you thought you had. See, it's not for you. This message ain't for you. See, it's not, you're not a son or you're not a daughter of God. See, you're not going to make it. It was the voice of the enemy that got stronger and Shamgar got weaker. And see, here he was in this condition. And Brother Branham talks about a sinner. He said there's a sinner that would come to an altar and he'd say, Brother Branham, I want you to pray for me. I want to be good. I just can't, I just can't be good, but will you pray for me? And I'd pray for him and he'd go back to his seat. The next night, you'd ask how many wants to be saved, and here'd come that same sinner, and he would come and stand again and say, I want to be saved. He said, you want to be saved? He said, yes, sir. Well, why didn't you get saved the other night? He said, I don't know. See, he said, there's a devil holding that boy. He wants to do right, but there's a spirit, a power that won't let him do right. And he goes on to say, he said, see, the only thing that kept me from being saved when I was 12 years old, it was because a spirit hung over me, a devil saying, wait a little longer. Amen. It's a, it's a Friday night. You know, we've been on the mountain. We're tired and, and we're, we're kind of, you know, our bodies are not, in, you know, in the best shape right now. We're dragging a foot and our leg or something's going on. We, we can wait till tomorrow night. It'll be a good night tomorrow night or maybe Sunday morning or sometime next week or next month or when you go to China, I'll get some. But see, amen, there's a spirit there that is whispering in your ear and it's saying, it take just, just the next service. You know, he tries to hold the next service out like a carrot in front of a horse and, and just leading you along service to service to service. And he said, that's what happened to him. It was a spirit that hung over me when I was a child saying, wait a little longer. He said, that's the reason you wasn't saved when you come to the age of accountability. A spirit you got with the wrong crowd. And it hovered over you and it kept hanging over and you want to do right. He said, there's not a man that's got his right mind that that, he wants to do right. There's something that won't let you do right. He said, that's the devil. He said, but see, he said, Christ paid for your salvation. Amen. And here it is. You get ready now. He said, he commissioned his church to cast them devils out. 
Hallelujah. There you are. In my name they shall cast out devils. He says, see, preachers stand on the platform. They preach the gospel and demons scattered. Amen. The man come to the altar under conviction and say, I want to get saved. He never saved that man, the preacher, but he cast the devil off of him. So he can receive the word for his hour. See, God places the promises in your heart. But there's a spirit that is there trying to keep it from you. He's trying to tell you it's for sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so. It's for somebody else. But it's not for you. The message is for your mom and the message is for your daddy. The message is for the preachers. The message for the deacons is not for you. It's not your turn. It's not your time. But it's time someone got sick and tired of what the enemy had to say. Amen. And see, he said God places his promise. He placed them in Abraham's heart by his voice, his word. God placed it before us in his Bible and by the witness of the Holy Spirit, by the returning of the Holy Spirit in signs and wonders. And Jesus Christ still lives today and is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the Holy Spirit here is to pull you into the presence of a living God. Hallelujah. He said, just recently, I want to just lay a little foundation for a minute on spirits. He said, just recently I was in a meeting, and the evil spirit was in the meeting. The spirit, he said, but see, a spirit is almost harmless until it can catch someone it can work through. Oh, yeah. And when it, when, when it can work through it, it'll certainly do damage. It's an evil spirit. But he said, the Holy Spirit is also here trying to find somebody to work through. And when it finds somebody to work through, then it can do good. See, the two spirits, you watch their motives, you watch their objectives, you watch their works, you watch their fruits, you'll see what spirit is upon you. He said, see, you're motivated by spirit. If you have no spirit, you're dead. So there's a spirit that motivates you. Your life is to bear a Christian life if it's a Christian spirit. Now, we see the world. We see the world and how it's motivated by spirits. There's no doubt. You can see it, the expression of those spirits on the outward appearance of their body. Amen. Somebody don't just go get some ink on their body just to Amen, because you can leave here cleaned out and sanctified and justified. Amen, and go out there and go back to school, go back to work. And he said that thing will go out and it'll find seven more devils. And it'll come back. And he said if the strong man of the house is not there, he said it'll be seven times worse than it was at the beginning. We need the Holy Ghost. Amen, you ought to be thankful you're at a church that preaches the Holy Ghost. That's the only power that can save you from this world. Theology won't do it. Psychology won't do it. There's no mental conception that will save you from this world. There's only one thing that can save you from this world. That is the Holy Ghost. Amen. See, he says the devil 
is almost harmless until it can have something to work in. You remember those devils were cast out of legion. They wanted to be more mischievous, so they went into hogs. It had to have something to work in. The devil must have someone or something to work in, somebody to work through. That's the way God does too. He has to have us. He's dependent on us. But how long did Shamgar put up with this? Year after year, time after time, service after service. Amen. And I wrote a few things down for you tonight. How long are you going to put up with the devil's lie? How long are you going to put up with generational curses? Things that you're living with today that was passed through generations, you don't have to live with them no more. There is a power here. There's a blood here that's strong enough for any generational problem. Amen. Amen. How long are you going to put up with a weakened condition? How long are you going to put up with a demon stealing everything from you? How long are you, are you Shamgar's going to let Satan come into your group of friends and allow him to influence what you do? Who am I? See, Shamgar, the Philistines would come in and take off everything he had. Every time they'd raise a crop and the Philistines would come in and get what they had and leave with it. And time after time, robbing them time after time after time. And today, every time you get built up, the first thing you know, somebody, something comes along a spirit and just says, you thought you got that. You thought you got an experience with God. And, the, and the, at the time you begin to feel the movement of the Spirit, and the, some Spirit will say, that's just a workup of emotion. There's nothing to it. You're not any different. See, that old devil is coming every time to rob you. Amen. He was standing in his barn. Well, maybe I'll have enough this, this time to feed the last of the year. Happened to hear something trump, 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 trump. Down the road came about 600 Philistines, all in armor, big spears, coming to get what he had. Man, my, after the harvest, after all the trying, after all the effort. Think about it. How much effort did you put in to come here? How much anticipation have you had all year thinking about winter camp? And maybe some of this is your first time, or maybe this is many times. You put time into it and thought into it. What am I going to wear? What am I going to do? And you get here. Don't let Satan rob you while you're here. Amen. Don't let him put it off for another service somewhere. Say, God, this is my night. This is my moment. This is my time. This is my hour. For this hour I have come. (coughs) Spears shining. Armor shining. Looked horrible. Looked like the situation was impossible. His little old wife, ragged sleeves, looked at his little children. Their face were pale, starving to death. And this big old husky Philistine come in to take what they got. And sure, they was going to starve through the winter again. It had been that winter after winter, time after time. He said, it's about like some of you today, pale, anemic, he said, we need to, as the courage and the word of God, stand there. Don't let them old robbers come up. You run them off. 
Amen. Shamgar said, no, look at here. I know I'm not a warrior. I can't fight. There's 600 men. What am I going to do? He said, I can see him pacing back, forth, back and forth. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? A few minutes, all of his oats was gone. His wheat was gone. His corn was gone. His family would starve again. He would lose his joy. He would lose his victory. He would lose it all. Give it away to the enemy. You don't have to give it to the enemy. And the first thing you know, God began to move on him. I say, God, move tonight. Move on some young people's heart. You say, well, I'm not a preacher. You don't have to be a preacher. All you got to do is submit yourself to God. Let God move. Let God arise and your enemies be scattered. Maybe give me a little more, Brother Michael. He began to get angry. Oh, oh, oh. Well, Brother Timothy, we're not supposed to have tempers. Well, there's a good time you can have some tempers. Amen. There's times you need to get angry. Amen. I knew a young man one time. His brothers had given their heart to the Lord. He was holding back. He got angry. Finally had enough. Done. Finished. I'm done. He had a little TV up in his room. He was watching TV, you know, and, and looking at things and doing things. Next thing they know, they seen him rushing up them stairs, angry. All of a sudden, they hear, pow, 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 pow. TV comes flopping down the, down the floor. He got mad. He found out something is taken from me. Something is robbing me. And you know what's robbing you. Amen. It's time you get angry with the devil. Oh, I get all okay. I'll give you another quote. Okay, he says. He said, "I don't know you from last night. I don't know you now. I learned of you today from my wife. Though you're, I heard your name, your mother's name though is Fulkerson, and before she was married, and that disease that nobody knows nothing about. It's it's uh, uh, your fingers just get infected. You got a blood disease. Something in your hand. The first thing you know, the fingers will begin to fall off." Both of you little girls, beautiful, two little beautiful ladies. I know your mother, your grandmother was healed one night when I went to her 20-something years ago of TB. That's right, Miss Fulkerson. God rebuked that devil that's hindering you beautiful little girls. May the power that raised Jesus from the dead cast that thing away. And it never bother you no more. I say that on the authority of God's Word. See, you have to get angry with the devil. Amen. It's time some of you say, devil, we're through. We're done. It's over with. We're finished. Amen. He said, see, God gives us the victory and we got it right now. But he looked around. He thought, oh, my. Something began to move on him. (laughs) Things began to happen for Shamgar. This was, day was a different day. Now, think about this. This Philistine been coming and taking this for a long time. They thought, well, this is not going to be no big deal. We've done it before. Only one of him, there's 600 of us, big deal. We're going to go in there and we're going to take what he's got like we have every time before. But this was a different day. Brother Brandon would say about David, he said, he said Goliath came out 40 days and made a challenge. It only took David one time to take his challenge. 
But he came 40 days. And there was men that maybe were more capable than David. There was men that was trained. Saul was trained. He was, he was taller, heads above. I mean, he was about the closest it could get to being equal with Goliath. He was more, more trained. But here he is hiding in his tent. His brothers are hiding in his tent. People are scared to death. And David comes just walking. He's bringing some sandwiches to camp. And he's just walking in. And next thing he hears this ungodly voice speaking. It says, who will come out and fight me? I defy the armies of Israel. Send me a champion. David said, who's that? Well, that's Goliath. He's wanting one of us to come, and he's wanting to, he's wanting to fight. And if we defeat him, they'll serve us. But if he defeats us, we're going to have to serve him. David said, let me fight him. Amen. Brother Branham said, he said, that challenge had fell upon ears time after time after time. But that particular camp, that particular day, there was a different set of ears there. He said it fell upon the wrong ears for Goliath. And the next thing no, Goliath is in the fight of his life. <laughs> Amen. The devil might look at you and sneer, but he really don't realize that you are a son of God. You're a daughter of God. Goliath was sneering at David. It's not a, what do you, you send a little boy? What am I, a dog? What do you think of what? It was over. I believe it can be over for many of David's here tonight. Amen. And this, uh, and something began to whirl over Shamgar. Something began to take place. He began to get a little angry. I've had enough of this. Brother Michael, I'm tired of this. I've come camp after camp after camp. It seems the enemy robs me, robs me. I'm tired of this. Something began to happen. He began to pull off his coat. Is I've had enough of this. He throws his coat over there and says, Come on, devil. This is we're fixing to fight. What do you got to fight with, Shamgar? You got a shield? You got a sword? You got something greater than that? No, all I got is a little ox goad. But I've been commissioned. I've been ordained for this moment. I have been called for this moment. This is my time. <laughs> and he said, I don't have time to take lessons. I don't have time to duel. I don't have time to learn how to fight. But I can tell you one thing. God is my God. Is there some young people who can say tonight, God is my God. <clears throat> he just reached up there and got that old ox goat that was laying there. Had a little old brass knob on the end of it. He beat cattle through the corral with. He reached up and got it. He didn't have time to train to be a fighter. He had an emergency was at hand. He had to do it right then. Brother Darrell Ward said, told, he was preaching a little bit on Shamgar. He said, oh, Shamgar was standing at his window. He was looking out. Just looking at his, his Philistines coming. Six hundred of them. So well, that sounds incredible. What's an incredible God? That sounds unbelievable. It's an unbelievable God. So he was standing at his window, looking out. He'd look at the enemy, 
He'd look at his children. He'd look at the enemy. He'd look at his children. His wife sitting over there frail and tore apart. Something began to well up. God began to move upon him. Set up on their little hooks upon his little log cabin was an ox goat. He reached a hold of God. He jumped out that window. Geronimo! Them 600 Philistines. <laughs> this is crazy. This guy's nuts. He thinks he's got something. He didn't get nothing. Look, he's, what, he's got he's a little stick and a brass knob. We're trained soldiers. He's nobody. Come on. And they're walking, just right in line, right in line, right in line. And they're going to do what they've always done for years. And here comes Shamgar. He's running at them. That ain't no big deal. Big whoop. It's one guy. 600, one. 600, one. Big deal. And here he comes, running at them. I've had enough. I'm done. I'm finished with this. He's screaming to the top of his lungs. He got angry. You think he was going, now y'all come on, good fellas. I'm going to be, just, just stand there, let me hit you. It's going to be all right. Come on, don't do nothing crazy. No, no. He said, you sorry, no good for nothing for listings. See, he was from the south. He said, you sorry, no good for nothing for listings. You've taken my joy. You've taken my, my love. You've taken everything from me. But I'm coming at you in the name of Jesus Christ. And the next thing you know, they're walking along and this whirlwind hit their little march. And they begin to swing and they begin to swing and they begin to swing. And these Philistines fell this way and it fell that way. You know, I'm going to take the part of the Philistines for a moment. After maybe about 25 guys falling over, I'm out. But they stayed there till they was all gone. Dumb old devil. He ain't got enough sense to get out of here. But there's a word here for his defeat. There's a power to bring it to pass. And there's a body God can use. <laughs> and he began to run right into that enemy. You know, the devil tells you, I'm going to bring a storm upon you. I'm going to destroy your life. I'm going to take you down in defeat. You need to look that devil in the eye and say, I am the storm. I am the one. I have been commissioned for this moment. I have come to cast you out. We're not talking about just preachers. We're talking about everybody. The Bible said one can chase a thousand. So, thinking of that, Felicity, they needed about four more, 400 more. One can chase a thousand. Two can chase 10,000. We got an accountant in here tonight. Anybody an accountant? Seriously. Who? Daniel, you're an accountant. Good with numbers. One to chase a thousand. Two will chase three, ten thousand. How much is three going to chase? Hundred thousand. <laughs> Got another accountant in the house. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Three will chase a hundred thousand. How many is four going to chase? A million. Five is going to chase what? Ten million. Six is going to chase what? 
hundred million. This is just simple math, I think. <laughs> We're at six people and we got a hundred million devils flying. Seven's going to chase how many? A billion. I done lost the devil anyhow. He's like, a billion! Now, there was only 200,000 thousand released from the Euphrates. I think we got enough people here tonight to put them all to flight. Amen. Sons of God, daughters of God, who realize who they are. And I'm done with you, devil. Shamgar was mentioned very little in the scriptures. Not, not many, I said one couple sentences. But it speaks volumes. It's incredible what God did to one man. His impact was amazing. Ask the Philistines. His impact was amazing. The Philistines, like, what in the world has got a hold of me? <laughs> you know, that's what it is. You need to turn that on that old devil. He said, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. I got... You need to make him say, what's got a hold of me? Turn the tables on him. That's what you're called to do. Rise above that thing. You don't have to be bound down by it. You've been called to overcome it. It's a challenge to you who would think God don't want someone like me. How long will you listen to the devil's lie? You know, he's lying to our young people saying this message is not for them. That is a devil's lie. There's going to be young people that take a body change. Amen. You know, normally a 16, 17-year-old, whatever, 14, they ain't thinking about no body change. You know, really, I mean, their bodies are... But today, I guarantee you, y'all think about a body change. Them hurts are real. I seen some of them flipping along. I said, you know what? If that had been me, you'd have had to call a tow truck. <laughs> yes, sir, I'd have been there for a long time. Whew. Nobody cares. What about this lie that says nobody cares about you? You know, the devil comes in our rooms and our little places and it, it gets, I've seen young ladies get to the point they begin to cut themselves because they think nobody cares. Let me go back to a book of Acts for a moment. There was a little sister that came, there was a, a, a daughter of a minister in, a, in the message and she had came to youth camp. And she'd gotten that condition in her mind that nobody cared. And she's thinking suicide. And she's cutting herself and has all these scars. And, and she comes to youth camp. She gives her heart to God. And she submits herself and, and all these things. And she's, she's at the, one of the end of the services. And she's like, Lord, I, I want to worship you. I want to I wanna give you glory. But if I lift my hands, I'm, they're going to see these scars. Something said, lift them anyway. Said so she lifted up her hands, and when she did, she looked, and every scar was gone. That's the blood of Jesus Christ. He'll take you and wash you white as snow. Puts me in mind of a little girl at youth camp. 
Brother John, was you ministering that year? I know Brother Danny Steeman was. I can't remember who was ministering with him. This little girl come into the line. She was tired of the demon that was tormenting her life. And he said it had come and, 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 and expressed itself in her at another meeting and, and tried to rip her clothes off in front of everybody. And some sisters just throwed some things over and took her out, but she never was delivered. And here she comes to this prayer line. You could tell, you could tell she wanted to be delivered. She didn't want to be that way. And what had happened, she had told us that she had opened herself up to a spirit through pornography. It opened her a channel to where the spirit could attach itself to her. But she wanted deliverance. She was tired of it. She, she didn't want to be that way no more. And she's coming to the line. And she, she's not fighting. She's not fussing. She's not screaming. She's not being dragged up there. She's got her hands lifted. Tears are coming down. She wants deliverance. And she comes, and my father had challenged the ministers that particular night because he just felt something in his heart to submit themselves to God, just fully submit. And said, we don't know what we'll face, he said, but I'm going to anoint each one that comes into the prayer line with oil. And he went to put oil on her face, and when he did on her head, she changed. Her whole countenance changed. She began to sway back and forth and, and just begin to growl and begin to say and begin to swipe at my father trying to hit him like that, but she never could quite reach him. She just maybe brush his coat a little bit. And I can remember I'd moved down the line and, and I turned and, and I looked down the gap there between the ministers and I saw her face. It wasn't the face of a human. It was an expression of a demon. Listen, these spirits are real. Amen. It's real at church. There's real things out there that you can attach yourself to, that you can allow yourself to be opened up to. And this thing had been manifesting itself and it's swaying back and forth. It's doing things humans can't do. Begins to, and my father is standing there beside, begins to say, You come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. And that thing began to speak. It was not a little girl's voice. I'm not maybe trying to scare you tonight, but that's the reality of another world. Amen. And here she began to talk out of her was this deep, gravelly voice that I will not come out. I, I, she's mine. I will not come out. My father said, I forbid you to speak again in the name of the Lord. And you come out of her. It never spoke again. But it began to, it was a struggle. And you can see as the faith begins to rise and people in the audience realize what's going on. And, and, and when it happened, these two little girls or friends that was behind her, they jumped back in terror, you know. And, and they begin to scream. Well, I went down there and I began to tell them, don't fear. The angel of the Lord is here also. God is here and he's greater. Don't worry. Your friend's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Amen. And the ministers begin to pray. And that thing fell before the name of Jesus Christ. There was an elder brother in our church. He's not a, someone that's, you know, really, you know, makes up spiritualism. He's not real into that. But he said as he was, he was sitting there praying, he said when, that, when she hit the floor, he felt the wind go beside, out beside him out the door. It's real. But at the same time, the devil is real. But God is real also. And that same God is here tonight. He's here to set the violent sinner free. 
He's here to set you free from your complexes. He's here to set you free from generational curses. There is a power here. Greater is He that is in me than he that's in the world. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. He grabbed that ox goat and he jumped out and he slew 600 Philistines. Why? He had the courage to trust God and step out. Oh, Shemgar could have made many excuses. I, I don't have the right weapon. I can't do this. It's impossible. Satan will give you every imaginable excuse. But when God stirs your heart, you can't sit back. You got to step out and step into the battle. He said, if there ever was a time, <laughs> oh Jesus, if there ever was a time, we ought to stand and to defy the devil. Is now, my brother. If there ever was a time, it is now. <clears throat> he says again, he says to you holy people. <laughs> he said his righteous indignation got up. Well, I can't do that. He said to you holy people, his righteous indignation got up. He said, I hope yours does too tonight. Get up against evil. Quit laying around and taking it. Get up against that complex. Get up against that thing that has you bound. He said, he called them crutches or wheelchairs. He said, get up against that thing. He said, what the devil stuck on you, you don't have to have them. They don't belong to you. Christ said, should not this daughter be loose on the Sabbath day, been bound with the devil all these years? He said, yes, he shall be loose, stretched forth. He said, but it's going to be up to you, Shamgar. Shamgar said, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm not a warrior. The odds is against me. No matter how much odds is against you, God is for you if you take his word. There's one thing I know. I'm a circumcised. I'm an Israelite. This is an uncircumcised Philistine. I know that I'm right. I'm a child of God. His righteous, another quote, his righteous indignation rose up. You can call it temper. You can call it anger. You can call it righteous. Whatever makes you feel good, but he got mad. He grabbed that ox goad. He jumped through the window and he challenged 600 Philistines. And stood there and beat their heads in. This wasn't a politically correct battle. He beat. Oh Lord, I know I'm in the middle of it. I'm from the south. He beat their heads in. Not a warrior, not at all, but he was an Israelite. And he said, if tonight... The Holy Ghost will come upon you. You don't have to wait till you're trained to be a warrior. He said, God bless your heart. Claim your God-given privilege and beat their heads in. 
You say, you're trying to work us up. I guarantee you that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to get you worked up enough that you don't have to take nothing from the devil again. Not worked up in emotion, but worked up with the Word of God. Amen. This Word is here to set you free tonight. This Word is here to deliver you. But it's up to you. It's up to you, Shamgar. Are you going to sit there and take it again? Beat their heads in. Say, get out of the way, Satan. And he said, if he don't get out of the way, pat him on the back. Say, it's going to be okay. I'll wait for another night. Nope. He said, kick him out of the way. Oh, Woo, man, I like this kind of stuff. I'm the guy that's taking over now. I come in the name of Jesus Christ. Said, watch him scatter. Said a guy told Brother Branham one time, he seen a devil, an old bitty devil standing there. Said it scared him. So the devil jumped at him, went boo. Said he jumped back. When he did, he got smaller. The devil got bigger. Kept going, kept going. <laughs> so he looked around. Said he knew he was going to have to fight, stand somewhere. He's going to have to get to a place where he was going to stand. He's pulling back, pulling back, pulling back. Looked around and he found the Bible. He drew it up. You know what he did with it? Not him, the devil. That woke you up, didn't it? If you don't wake up, then you're next. He grabbed that Bible and he whacked him with it. This ain't no politically correct thing. This ain't making peace with the enemy. This ain't seeing how long you can live with him. Well, if I don't, if, you know, Brother Michael, if I don't, uh, you know, aggravate him, he'll be all right. He's still a rattlesnake. You can put him in your pocket and he can act like he's all cool and everything, but he's a rattlesnake and he will bite you. He whacked him. He said when he whacked him, every time he would hit him, the devil would get littler. Yeah, he's from the south. He would get littler. And he would just beat him until he just beat him to death. He said every time he jumps on and says, There's not, it's not for you. The days of miracles are past. There's no healing for you. He said, oh, he would kill you if he got the chance. But you take that Bible and you whack him with it. The Word of God, you stand there toe-to-toe with the devil. Amen. We got preachers today saying, you, okay, you can't do that. Don't you tell me. that. Don't you come and say the devil's under your feet. You need to settle down. You need more love. No, that ain't what the prophet of God said. He said he got angry. Righteous indignation. So he got lovely angry. <laughs> Trying to make it fit for you. Whatever you got to do to get you stirred up. To say, I'm tired of this thing. I'm done. Oh, he'd kill you if you got the chance. But he didn't get it. He beat them Philistines. That untrained farmer peasant with an ox goat beat down 600 armed, trained men. 
Oh, that's the Lord. I tell you, I feel like I was just about to have a spell and run a little bit. He said, you know what? When I think of that, you ain't got room up here for me to preach. He said, I have to have a little room to preach, brother. I got to have a little room to move. A farmer with an ox goat slew 600 trained warriors with the power of the same God that's on us tonight. He didn't have no other promise of it in the Bible, but he just knew he was a son of Abraham. Shamgar had enough. He said, you know, that's the way the devil would do. He'll let you build up a little something. You know, have a couple good services and come knock the props out from under you. He said, you know why? You know why he does that? Because <laughs> you let him. Okay, that's 54 witness. Brother Branham said that. He said he come knock the props out from under you. The reason? You let him do it. That's all. He's a, he's a bluff. He has no legal right. If you got an experience of God and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is here. He stripped Satan of every privilege he had. He robbed him of everything. He took it away from him. He robbed him, stripped him, and gave his the power to the church. Are you part of the church? We are the generation. He said, go, and he said, go do the same things that I did. He took the sword out of Satan's hand and he put it in your hand. Amen. Satan don't have one right. He was only a bluff. He was stripped of everything he had at Calvary when Jesus Christ took your place and died. See, Shamgar, the secret to Shamgar was he finally came to the point he was willing to die. That's hard to do. He finally came to the point. I've had enough. I'm willing to die. The same place you have to come for total victory. The same attitude, the same, amen, the same moment you'll have to come to. I'm willing to die before I do another thing wrong. Listen, I, I, my father was giving counsel to a man who had a cigarette problem. He said, you know what your problem is? You love those things. He said, you're right, Brother Tim, I love them. He said, you'll never get rid of them until you come to the point that you're willing to die before you smoke another one. He said, that's where you're going to have to come. I'll die before I smoke another one. This is where Shamgar came to. He had to come to the moment, I will die with my enemy. I'll do whatever I've got to do. Are you willing to die? Are you willing to die out to yourself, to your wants, to what you desire? Oh, God, have mercy. He said, when I think of men and women who think of pride, well, you know, what, if my, what will my buddy say? Who cares? What are you going to say when you're falling off into hell? Amen. Let's be serious tonight. 
What did what, what, what my buddy say? It's pride that stops us. Women who will give their life. He said men of age too, thinking of their job, thinking of their prestige, of something they may lose. He said, why don't you, why don't you crawl up to Calvary yonder night and let your life be hacked out and die on the cross with him? Throw your arms around the rock of ages, cleft for me, and let me hide myself in thee. While the near old waters roll, while the tempest is still high, hide me, my Savior, hide me. Let the world do whatever they want to do. Give me Jesus. Let me die with my Lamb. By humbling ourselves to His death, Reckoning ourselves nothing. Then the Holy Ghost can come in you and lift you up and make you a living creature. The living image of God. Not a dead statue sitting in the corner worshiping a dead creed. But a living vessel given unto God. It was through death Shamgar gained the victory. It was when Samson was willing to die he gained the victory. He'd been grinding at the mill for an enemy. He'd been making food to give them strength. He'd been giving his, his all to them. You say, well, I can do both, Brother Timothy. I can live that life and I can live. No, you can't. The devil wants all of you. God wants all of you. He had to come to the point he was willing to die to gain total victory. It was David who was willing to die that he gained victory over Goliath. It was Daniel that was willing to die that he gained victory over the kingdom of his day. It was the three Hebrew children who were willing to die that they gained victory over the fiery furnace. It was Jesus who was willing to die that he gained victory over death, hell, and the grave. It'll be your sin nature's death that'll give you victory over your enemy. Be someone with a purpose. Someone with reason for being here. Listen, you wasn't called to be a piece of driftwood. Drifting along and Laodicea and in a, in a church service and gone again and back in a church. You're not called to be driftwood. Some dead log floating around with a current. Whatever current takes you, that's the way you go. Whatever the new fad is, that's the way you go. Whatever the new thing is, that's the way you go. That's not what you're called to be. Amen. Amen. Drifting with the current of this age, you're called to stand against Laodicea. You're called to stand against the wiles of the enemy. You're called to stand against the Philistines that are among us. You're called to be the current. Faith is the conqueror. Faith overcomes. It isn't a peacemaker. We ain't talking about making peace with the enemy tonight. I didn't come here to sign no peace agreement. I didn't travel 3,000 whatever miles to come here and sign a piece of paper with the devil and say, Peace. Peace. No. No, no. I didn't come here just to have a little good time and fellowship. Enjoy, you know, some company. And that's wonderful. And those things are fine. I come here to fight every devil that holds his head up. Listen, young people, I love you. My heart cries out for you. You go through things that some of us don't even know what it's like. Understand. But Jesus knows. 
Amen. You say, well, he don't know what I go through. Oh, yeah, he does. Amen. There was a brother one time that was, that was uh, counseling a man who had a homosexual spirit on him. And he, was, he had left his wife, I believe, and was actually living with a man. But he, he knew it was wrong. And he come back to his pastor and he said, I've got to be right. But nobody knows what I'm going through. You, pastor, you can't understand what it's like to what I do. And he said, the pastor was like, yeah, you know, I come to a moment. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say anything. I didn't know what to say. I, I never had those feelings. I never went through that trial. And he said, I just bowed my head for a moment. He said, the voice of God spoke to him and said, I do. Brother Brown said he was tempted in all things. Oh, yeah, that blow your mind right there. He was tempted in all things. He knows what it's like to be a young person. He knows what it's like to hold your head down and complex and beat down. He knows all about it. Faith is not a peacemaker. What is faith? Faith is a conqueror. Conqueror and victory, he says, is the same. To conquer, what does it mean? It means to beat down. This is Brother Branham. It means to override. It means to handcuff. It means to throw it into prison. <laughs> it means that the sin that once ruled you, you rule it now. It means that once you've overcome, you have now whipped it, and you're greater than it is. He said, oh, I feel religious. I know one of the brothers, I can't remember who it was, brought these buckets down here, and you was wondering what they were for. Well, you're about to find out. Tomorrow morning... Brother Michael Andes is going to speak. Just let you know that's my theophany. <laughs> what I look like one of these days. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey man, we got some strong people here tonight. Who's strong? Oh yeah, now the boys are like, not me. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going right over there. We're going right to him. Yeah, brother, you, one sheep, come on over here. <laughs> Some of y'all know what that means. <laughs> Hold this for a minute. I need another victim. I mean, another person. <laughs> oh, boy, you got your head bowed low. <laughs> praying, Father, don't let him call me. <laughs> Jesus, move right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I need one more prayer. <laughs> oh, my. Come on down here, brother. You, you, you look too obvious. Come on over here. Amen. Amen. It's okay. <laughs> hey, I'm your friend. All right. I know you don't think it right now, but I'm your friend. Now, that's not very heavy, is it, brother? It's light. It's really. Put it up here. Come on, hold, you two, hold it up. Come on, all the way up. No, all the way up. Huh? Uh, what? what happened? Oh, no. You're letting it sag. Put it back up. 
I know you. No, 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 no changing arm. Come on. But, uh, yeah, is that your hurt arm? Every arm hurts, don't it? Uh, it's all right, brother. I love you. I appreciate you. Don't ever forget. The devil come put weights on you. Put things in your life. Don't you put them things down. Hold them up. It's sagging. It's sagging? Yeah, yeah, right there. Huh? You will be by the time the service is over. Devil puts weights in your life. He puts complexes. He puts things upon you. He comes and serves. It's sagging, brother. I, I'll let you. Well, no, you keep it right there. It, it hurts, don't it? That's, that stings, don't it? If yeah. <laughs> I seen it. You're sitting over there. I seen it. He puts things upon you, and you've, and, you know, maybe not nothing. Man, that thing is sagging. Hold it up. Amen. And he puts stuff on, on your life, and it don't seem like much at first. You think, well, I'll just live with it. Is this a little complex? There's nothing to it, is it, brother? No. Just a little burden, you know. It's, you can go to church. You can still raise your hands every once in a while. You can still do things, you know. Amen. But all of a sudden, the Spirit of God will come through the room. He'll come to a heart that's crying out to him, and he'll deliver him of it. You can go to your seat, buddy. You're free. <laughs> Amen. Put that thing up. <laughs> Come on, it's not that bad. And the devil's looking for another person to move on. So he comes and he finds our good brother here and he says, Here, this is your, hold it up. And he's trying, he's pushing. He's like, I love you, Lord. I lo-. It's sad, it hurts now, don't it? But I, I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> A little bit. He's putting his hair upon you. But the Word of God comes and says, Look, you don't have to live with that thing. You don't have to hold it no more. You don't have to be bound by it no more. You can put it down. You can. Oh, glory. Revelation is striking. Amen. That's the Word of God. And you throw those things down. God bless you, brother. Free. 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 Amen. And then all of a sudden, here comes this devil again. He's looking for some more victims. This is the devil, not me. Here, take these. Take them. Put them up. And you didn't have to take them, but you took them anyway. Where's the shamgars at? Where's the ones that says, I'm sick and tired of this devil? I don't have to hold him no more. I don't have to live with him no more. I can put it down. Oh! Amen. So he goes and he moves along and he falls off of that one and he goes looking for another one. Oh. Oh, yeah. I see a good brother over there. Oh, I feel sorry. No, I don't. These are yours. Take them. Come on. Tell them to take them. Take them. Come on. It's yours. They're not yours. Yeah, this is yours. They're not yours. Come on, brother. Brother, come on. You can have it. It's just a little thing. It's not nothing. Where's the sham guards at? 
and says, I'm done. I'm finished with this thing. I've held it all. I'm going to hold it. I've held complexes all. I'm going to hold it. I've held spirits in my life all. I'm going to hold it. Tonight, I'm putting it down. Well, let's have some sham guard moments. Let's have some moments in the presence of the Lord. Is there some sham guards here that indignation is rose in your heart and you're here to stand against that enemy? Oh, yeah. Are you here to stand against that enemy? I'm done with you, devil. I'm done with you, devil. I'm done with you, devil. I'm throwing my hole down. Oh, the voice of Jubilee is sounding. You don't have to serve him no more. You don't have to hold one more hole of the world beings. Throw it down in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Throw it down in the name of Jesus Christ. Who the Son has set free is free indeed. <laughs> Amen. Tell the devil it's over. I'm done with your depression. I'm done with your anxiety. I'm done with the devil. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Can I hear some Shamgars tonight? Shamgar, the Philistines are coming. Oh, glory to God. Oh, Shamgars, lift your voices tonight. Oh, yes, move right now, Jesus. Hallelujah. We got young people that realize this. I don't have to live that way. I don't have to be the same person. I don't have to live the same. This is my moment. You're in the presence of the king. You're in the presence of the very one that is destroying everything around you. He's broke every chain. Oh, can we hear some shamgars tonight? Move away, devil. Move back, devil. I'm taking my possessions. I'm taking what God has given me. It is mine. It is mine because he said so. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I see some shamgars arising. This is your moment right now. Amen. I would just right now challenge your enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm not leaving here defeated. I'm not leaving here the same person I was when I walked in this door. But this is my time. This is my moment. This is my hour. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Throw that thing in the prison. That prison cell that he built for you, put him inside of it. You don't have to stay in there. He said that you could go free. Amen. You don't have to be bound no longer. He said you could go free. Who said? The Word said. You're free. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. God, we praise you tonight, Lord. We lift your name, Father. There's truly none like our God. There's no God like our God. Oh, we love you.
love you, Father. We praise you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that you come and set the sinner free. We thank you, Lord, that you come and you broke every chain. You wiped away sins. You wiped away complexes. You wiped away generational curses. You're our God. You're our God. Oh, God. You're my God. Hallelujah. Oh, God. You're my God. This is my moment. This is my time. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Victory in the house of the Lord. There's victory in the house of the Lord. The shout of the king is in the camp. He's here. Hallelujah. He's here. Why don't you come out of those grave clothes? change. Come out of that cell. You don't have to stay there no more. The word is here. It set you free. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We praise you, God. I hear sounds of freedom. Oh, yeah. I hear sounds of deliverance. People sick and tired of the devil. Sick and tired of what's going on in their life. They're done. This is your moment. Oh, hallelujah. This is your time. Oh, Shemgar, rise. Put the sword to the heart of the enemy right now. You got him on the run. Put the sword to the heart of the enemy. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. He knows the dark corners you've been in in your life. He knows the spirit that's come against you to try to make you commit suicide. But that ain't for you. The Holy Ghost is here to set you free. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Jesus, we love you. Hallelujah, Brother Ryan. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put down your excuses. God, this is my moment. This is my time. I'm laying it down tonight. I want to die for you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, that your word is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, let these young people see they're free. Let them see the freedom that's in the love of the love divine. Let them see the power that's there. Let them rise above every sin. Rise above every doubt. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh! Lord. Yes, Jesus, we love you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Jesus, Lord. Jesus, beloved Father. Brother Ryan, sing for us.
wait any longer. In the name of Jesus, don't wait any longer. There's been a spirit hanging over you from a little boy or a little girl. Don't wait any longer. Be a Shamgar. In the name of Jesus, be a man tonight. Be a real child of God. Be a real lady. Who would say, God, motivate me by the Holy Ghost. Who would say, God, fill every fiber of my being tonight. This is Friday night. This is what believers do on a Friday night. We just say, God, consume me, Jesus. I don't want a little dip in the Holy Ghost. Friends, just forget about everybody around you. Say, God, fill every fiber of me, Jesus. The Winter Olympics started this week. I wonder who's on the Lord's side tonight and say, I'm on the Lord's side. Put me on that team, brother. I'll stand with the Lord's team. We might be despised, rejected. Don't wait a little any longer. If you need prayer tonight, you come forward. Don't stay in your seat. If you need somebody to pray, lay hands on you. Don't you be a coward. Don't you be a coward. You say, I need help, brother. I need prayer. Let someone lay hands on you. In the name of Jesus. One can send a thousand, two, ten thousand. You be a real lady tonight. You be a real man. You step out of that prison. I pray God shake some of yourselves tonight. Let it send an earthquake to Mount Baker Bible Way 10 and shake us out of our place. Give us victory, Lord. Give us victory. Right now. That's what our prophet said tonight. Give us victory right now. Who wants victory right now? Oh, God, give us victory. At Mount Baker Bible Way. Break through all our shells, God. Break through all our facades. Give us a moment. I want this moment. That's it, young people. Any counselors, anyone come pray with these. Don't don't delay. Don't delay. You just come right now. Come right now. Let's pray one for the other. Someone might be in the pew. You pray for them. Move out of the aisles here. Let's pray for one another, friend. If this is our last camp. If this is our last camp, let's respond tonight. Don't you worry. Your friend will be all right. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, yeah. We need some sisters here. Come up and pray. Move forward. That's it, Brother Samuel. That's it, Brother Samuel. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Move, move your heart, move your lips. 
your mouth, speak it out. You can do this. This is a birthing room. This is a birthing room. God, give us travail, Lord. Give us men and women of travail, Jesus. Hallelujah. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be delivered in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Power in heaven and earth has been given to you now. It's in your hands. It's in your lips now. Ask anything. Ask anything. Everyone in the service, everyone on the internet, ask anything. Just ask, and you shall receive. Hallelujah. Seek and you shall find. welcome the Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Father. We welcome you, Jesus. We welcome you, Lord. We invite you, Jesus. Fill every fiber of us. Oh, Father, from the youngest cabin to the oldest cabin, every counselor, every worker, every laborer, every father, every mother, every musician, every sound person, every camera person, every deacon, every minister, every individual. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, rain down. Rain down, Lord. Rain down, Jesus. Rain down into my heart, God. Rain down into my heart, Lord Jesus. Don't let my heart get hardened. Don't let my heart get hardened, Jesus. Soften my heart, God. Oh, Jesus, soften our hearts, God. Soften our hearts, Jesus. Oh, God. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, the sons and the daughters sing. Oh, Father, freedom, Lord. Liberty. House of hell, give way. In the name of Jesus. Let the bars begin to crack. Let the walls begin to come down. Let demon spirits leave every person, every believer. Let every unbelief, every darkness leave these young people. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for the victory. Thank you, Jesus. I'm coming, Lord. I'm coming, Lord. I'm coming, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is what we pray for. This is why we're here. This is what it's all about. This is what this camp is all about. This is what this, our church is all about. What our families are all about is Jesus. Does anybody want more of Jesus? There's more for you right now. Oh, Father, burst through our hearts, God. Burst through our souls. Burst through our spirits, Jesus. Burst through these bodies, oh God. 
defeated. Don't stay empty. Don't stay sanctified. Don't stay justified. Be filled. Be filled. I wish somebody would overflow. Just let it overflow. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. Just let it overflow. Overflow, God. Oh, Jesus. Fill Brother Richard, oh, God. Fill him, oh, God. My God, my God. My Jesus. Laodicea where those ladies that's going to stand against the tide There's those young men that's going to stand against the tide of Laodicea and say God give me strength to stand
portion of the past. Let's sing it for tonight. February 2018. Faithful one. 